0: You're listening to The Unzipped Podcast with hosts Shakira Shanae and Mary L, a podcast for women, by women, who are unapologetic, real, and unzipped. Join them for open and honest conversations every week. Get ready to get unzipped. Okay, what's up everybody? Welcome back to The Unzipped Podcast. We are your hosts Shakira Shanae. And Mary L, And we are so excited because we have such an amazing show for you guys today. We got the money. Can we call her the money boss? Yes, money boss. We got the money boss, Laura Foose, and we are talking all things mindset, budget, you name it. But first, Mary wants to tell you guys about her press on nails that just broke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I typically don't get my nails done a lot, and we did a photo shoot. So I bought the Kiss gel nails. You guys know, but that's
0: usually a good one. Like they have some um, good styles. Yes,
1: and this was really cute. But then it broke, like in the weirdest place. Yes, it looks like something that will happen if you have S&S. Oh, girl. <laughs> and then the other hand is we're not even gonna talk about. Yeah, because I wanted to take them off. I only did it for the photo shoot.
0: It may last a good bit. Yeah. I've never done... I haven't done press on nails in forever. like Since before, they had all these beautiful styles. But some of the styles I see, I'm like, damn, that's better than getting my nails done. Because I'm going to pay so much just yeah. to have a design on each finger. I might as well do that. See? We talked about it on the show
1: today. Save your money, girl.
0: <laughs> by the time I start typing the like, way that I type, you know how I Shh. type. she be like...
1: <laughs> and that is not a sound effect guys that is really me reenacting her i'd be like wait a minute slow down oh, bitch. Oh, by the time i do that
0: my shit be flying all over the place so i can't even do i can't even do press on.
1: yeah but you know so anyway how was your weekend
0: what did i do this weekend what did i do this weekend Gosh, I don't know. You went out and, um, you know. Oh, yeah. I did go out this past weekend. I mean, it was a chill weekend, though, for the most part. So, nothing, really. Yeah, same here. You know, just still. Same and now old, same it's old. December.
1: We, we are both trying to plan what we're going to do for New Year's Eve, guys. Like, if you guys have plans already, let us know what your COVID plans are. Because Shakira and I actually plan to be in Jamaica. And we don't know if that's going to happen. Hopefully. It's so hard to
0: travel. Like, even if COVID, like, even if you're trying to travel, it's so many, you want to be safe. You don't want to be in a place that's too crowded. You still, there's still restrictions in different countries. Every restriction is different. You, like, there, it's just, it kind of almost takes, you just be like, well, damn, forget it. Yeah. But then you're like, no. Like, we have to be somewhere. I want to go somewhere. We haven't gone anywhere this year. Yeah. Um, well, the I went part, earlier. In you the went year.
1: to yeah, but that was yeah, Puerto Rico early in the year.
0: Yeah, Puerto Rico, man. If you knew COVID was going to be like this, I bet you would stay a little longer, huh? I
1: would have. I'm so glad I went because I was not going to go because it was so early in the year. But you know, I'm just ready for a <coughs> vacation, vacation, not a vacation, a vacation, and for us to be on an island, toes in the sand. Champagne in hand at best. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you guys were here, Shakira's eyes is totally closed right now. So I no, mean, that's what I'm looking forward to. I need to. beach
0: so bad.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So we don't know what we have planned, and um, but we'll be doing something fun.
0: We'll do something fun. So you guys let us know what you're doing. If you do plan on going somewhere, it's hard for everybody, but we'll see what happens. Um, But yeah. So let's get into today's episode. We have the amazing Laura Foose. What I love about her, y'all, is she keeps it all the way one hundred. I mean, she is so real. She's so down to earth. Yes. It's like talking to your best friend. But she really, she really—I mean, she tells us just the honest truth about finances. You know, just money management, how to gain that money mindset, about investing, um, about having a good budget. She yes. gave so many gems. I would literally was like, okay, I got to remember this. I got to remember this.
1: Yes, you guys definitely will a- appreciate the knowledge and then to know that you could do it too, that you can start from being in a place where you're not financially secure the way you want to be, but there's small steps and she will teach you um, how to get to your financial goals by, you know, making small changes and the changes you could do right now. So you're in for a great episode.
0: We have Miss Laura Foods in the house, and we are about to get our money right, and we're so excited to have you on.
2: Oh, thank you all for having me. I'm excited to be with you all today. Have some girl talk.
1: (laughs) Yes, we're excited to have you. I'm originally from D.C., so. okay. In your page, I was like, oh my gosh, what a lovely thing to see sisters that are doing it in D.C., and you're definitely doing it.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you.
1: How about you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your business and what you offer.
2: Okay, great. Well, my name is Laura Foos. I'm the owner and CEO of Foos Financial Services. I'm also part owner of DC Salon Couture. So many people know uh, our full service salon, Salon Couture known for winning the Steve Harvey Neighborhood Award for five times uh, for best hair salon, nail salon in the country, um, as well as I have a 25 year corporate career of um, a business finance manager. So everything is all about um, Um, you know, entrepreneurship, finances, and then my main thing is providing taxes and financial services to fellow entrepreneurs.
1: Awesome, awesome. So Laura, we're in a pandemic, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and I listened to an episode that you were actually on before in a podcast, and we were talking about money and finances. What is your advice to people right
2: now to um, number one, save money? Um, w- well, I, I certainly hope, I mean, during this pandemic in such an unfortunate situation and who could have imagined that we would be still be um, in the middle of a pandemic, you know, all of these months later and stuck in the house so as I started saying at the beginning of the pandemic being stuck inside I hope that everyone has been able to save some money right especially for my ladies you know we especially in the beginning when most of the salons were not open at all you know we have learned how to maintain ourselves at home you know and do self-care Sundays so hopefully we have been, I mean because that's what I didn't go get my hair done for months because i was saying where am I going you know you're not going anywhere um so just doing some self-care things at home but then you are saving um of course on you know all of your maintenance things you know hey we're not buying clothes or shoes because where are you going um so hopefully now only thing i will admit like i have been the doordash fanatic (laughs) um so that i think that's everybody's downfall is like all the money we saved started going to food right um so i think that hopefully everyone has been saving you know some people were able to um get the unemployment that was like that and had that extra six hundred dollars a week on it which some people were getting more through unemployment that they were getting when their regular checks yeah, um, as well as we got the stimulus money so hopefully people have you know and this has also made us really begin to see Who would have thought that this would be here? So, hopefully, now it's really eye opening to us as to why, first of all, we have to be saving all the time and we have to be creating other streams of income because a lot of people saw their main one and only stream of income just gone because of this pandemic. So, hopefully, we've all learned a lot during this time. Absolutely. And what would
0: you say is like, how would you say the best way to save? Because I know saving is different for everybody, and a lot Mm -hmm. of people. I think the average amount of people have a, you know, have a hard time saving. And, um, if you talk to a lot of people in, in finance, they would say, well, you know, have a budget make sure you, you know, pay yourself first. So what would be your advice on saving?
2: Look, and you took the words right out of my mouth. Okay, so you must have been following me, but a lot of people do say <laughs> I that, or financial strategists say that because it it is true. You know, because even through all of this, like at the end of your check, at after you've paid bills and done everything that you're supposed to be, there's nothing fucking left, right? There's no, no seriously, matter. there's nothing it's left. So that's why, as cliche as it sounds. You have to do that first, right? Because I know for myself, especially being a single mother, like every, every, even on, you know, if you're on a bi weekly check or if you're an entrepreneur, every month or every week, something's going to come up with your children, your house, or your car. Like that's just a given, right? So the only way for us to begin to develop that emergency fund is that as soon as the money comes in, before you even see it, you should have, and even more so because I know how difficult it is to create that discipline, right? Creating the disciplines are so hard. So if you have it set up as an automatic transfer, you know, so like as soon as my corporate job, as soon as the check comes in, before that direct deposit goes into my account, there's already some going into savings, going into my daughter's savings. Um, every other week, you know, my um, my stockbroker account, they're coming in and taking money directly out of my account to invest in stock so it's just a given um because we're, we're just not that disciplined like we're just not yeah, that I'm good <laughs> right. so you have to create those disciplines and set the money aside else you'll never i mean there's never anything left at the end that's it's so true.
1: true that's true i was astonished when i listened to you and you said that 67 percent of americans have no budget so how can you save without a budget so speak to our listeners about the importance of a budget
2: well and i think that that right there because as i was researching and i've been working on a five-part masterclass, all that will talk about budgeting and savings and i'm going to be releasing that um at the top of the year and just you know, develop the masterclass because I have so many followers continuing to say, I need more help in this area. And of course, with all that I have going on, I can't work with every single person one-on-one, right? Now, I do have a few clients who, you know, they, when your time is limited, of course, then, you know, then your price can kind of go up. So I do have a few clients who pay for one-on-one fees, um, but just to make it more affordable, it will be um, a group effort because you really have to, and the thing is how I I got into it is because I was forced to. It's not like they teach you this in school. Our parents didn't know, so they didn't teach us. You know, so I was in the middle of being a young mother, going through bankruptcy, and like, okay, I have got to figure out something. Like, is me and my daughter. How am I going to make this work? So it, it was out of necessity that you have to create a budget. Um, and I can't believe now, looking back, like, how are there so many people that don't sit down and And I have a bunch of my tax clients who I see once a year and they say, oh, I just make sure the bills are paid. You know, I just send it. I look at my money every day, which is no way I got even time in my poor little brain to be thinking about money every day, right? That would just stress me all the way out. So I want to get to where a place where I'm comfortable so that I'm budgeting maybe biweekly or mine. I do it monthly and pay out the bills. And then. I transfer the money to a bill account so that I'm never. That's the biggest thing with um, increasing our credit scores. Also, is making sure just pay the shit on time. Yeah, like you would yeah. be amazed how much that skyrockets your credit score by paying on time. Right? Because I still had a credit card. I still had a car note, and I got my credit score after bankruptcy up to a 827. Was the last is in the 800s at an 827. And mainly, it's just pay the shit on time. I'm not but you can't
0: way here I was like I knew we were interviewing you and I said you know what let me um before I before I even start this interview I was like let me pay this bill real quick (laughs) I swear to you I swear to you I was like I need to pay this bill real quick because I am not about to sit up here and be like okay I mean I have a lot of questions because yeah like I think finances is just one of those things that you think you you think you got a hold on it until something goes left and then you're like shit I like everything like I don't got no savings i don't got no this i don't got no that and i was like you know what credit is so important and i cannot fuck this up and so i have to pay this credit card bill before i even sit there and talk to her let me pay this bill real quick i kid you not
2: see but that but that is the thing which and no and no offense to shakira because i love you already so no offense to you but that's what i mean how can we even think that we are going to be on top of our finances, or as I said, in love with our finances, because I'm always working on it and trying to make it better and grow it and add zeros and commas to the bank account. But how is it that I'm even thinking about bills in the middle of my day? Like I have way too much to do. So that's why we have to have a designated time when, whether it's you get paid bi-weekly or monthly, that you sit down and you are hands-on with the bills. Like you have to be and be honest with yourself, right? This whole budgeting money thing, this is a me versus me because nobody else gives a fuck. Like they don't care. They're not going to help you. I don't care who you are. Nobody's going to help you pay bills. Nobody's going to help you take care of your babies. Nobody is helping you grow your credit score like they're not. So this is a you versus you thing, right? So this is when we take that one day a month or every other week to sit down for an hour or two check your credit report. You can pull your credit report for free at annualcreditreport.com for free. Make a list. Look, be realistic with yourself. Okay, I got all this shit to pay off, but put it in front of you like this is what I have to do. And then this is my budget. These are the bills that I have to pay. And like you said, maybe the money is limited. So I am going to put money to savings first even if it's fifty to a hundred dollars i'd like for you to do ten percent then start working on the bills and then because i don't have time in my day just like shakira was saying in the car wearing oh i gotta pay this bill i gotta pay i want to think about it once a month and that's it like this is what i'm going to pay this month this is how much i can pay i transfer that money to a bill account the money automatically comes out but i am never um but then I'm not thinking about it all the time. Like, this is what I could do. It's done, and I'm moving on. And then now I am going to always be thinking about or looking at somewhere in front of me, you know, some visuals for my goals, the things I want to pay off, and thinking about other streams of income. Now I'm always going to be thinking about that. Like, that should be a constant thing of, you know, other streams of income as to how we can be making money. Without me having to work so many hours, right? Like y'all are doing podcasts, so like we're going to get your podcast to blow up. Eventually, y'all are going to have sponsors who are paying you, so that you record a podcast one time and these sponsors continue to pay you. Um, so always looking for, you know, that's what we should be focusing on. How can we make more income? And I'm not and not sitting there worrying every day about what bill I got to pay by whatever day of the month. That's too much.
1: Absolutely. So multiple streams of income. That is something I feel like women. Now, more than ever with this pandemic, you should have some type of hustle. Absolutely. Something that you can turn prop- passion into profit is what I like to say. And making money while you sleep. Making money while you sleep. So Absolutely. that's perfect. So. <laughs> and-
2: and like for mine like the biggest thing that i think that we don't take advantage of it i don't know how many of your listeners are entrepreneurs or how many of them still have corporate careers which like it says so my corporate career that i've been in for 25 years like my company has um a 401k plan where they match it six percent so to your listeners if they that is your number one thing go check with your company today or first thing tomorrow, and see how much they match, and if you are not doing that, that's like money you're throwing away, and that is money that they are giving you, so that, so when people think of like, make money while we're sleep money, they're thinking it has to be this whole big, like, I wrote books, I made movies, no, but this is like, I'll tell y'all, and I'll share with y'all, but you know, OK, so just between us right here, we're not going to tell anybody else. But like when I checked my 401k for the last three months and I don't even have that much in there because I'm paying for my daughter to go to school and still taking care of her. She's in college. So that's the main focus right now. So I still just donate the six percent. But that 401k plan in the last three months, three months made nineteen thousand dollars. Wow. And I didn't do shit. It's yes. just sitting in a bank. Yes. And and they're using it so it's making compound interest. Yes. So if and I don't know if you saw my post recently or y'all have to check on my page. I did a post um because I wanted to know, you know, cuz I hear all of these people on social media and I think I do pretty well, but I hear all these people who make six figures, who are say that they're millionaires, they're making 100,000, 500 million or whatever. And I wanted to know I need to know because I'm thinking... I know what you're
1: about to say because I I I listened to that. I was like, she.
2: Go ahead, Laura. <laughs> so I did. So I did the research with it, and only eight. 0.5% of working Americans make 100000 or more. So first Thank off, them people, them people on social media is lying to y'all. They are lying. Yes. 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 <laughs> they are lying to you all. They're lying to us, That all those people, right? Um, but the other key thing in the research, because I always take it a step further, is right. then I want to know so what are they doing, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm doing, you know, you want to research and do what successful people are doing. And all of them said that most of their money is coming from investing in real estate or stock market mm-hmm. your 401k is in the stock market and that compound interest mm-hmm. so like the more that's in there the more it's making and that is so that's certainly for everyone who has um, you know still is working nine to five or other you know other careers and not a sole entrepreneur that's a number one what are love, they to that. that today Money. And before we Free dive money.
0: into um before we dive into investing, just because I, I hope everybody is taking notes because I'm definitely taking mental notes because this is I think this is stuff that we hear all the time, but sometimes we again it's like the mindset, that money mindset. You said something that was so simple but so um so good, and that was just like get putting it in front of you. So a lot of the times mm-hmm. I think People tend to run away from problems right so you know you got bills to pay you know last time you looked at your credit score it was not what you wanted to see and so you don't want to pull it up again you don't want to pull up your bills again you don't want to look at it and so you run away from it and it's just compounding so get in front of the problem right and look at what you have going on and like you said just pay the shit right so just handle it do it so that's your um, credit score can start to build. Then right. you- uh-huh. Go ahead.
2: No, and I think that that was the biggest thing. Like we were talking about why is it or how is it that so many people do not, that they don't have a budget? Like, how is that possible? But I think that, hey y'all um but i think that so many people do not have that budget because they don't want to be realistic with themselves right and like i said it is nobody is coming to save you with this money thing this credit thing so it's you versus you nobody else is going to see yeah, this shit. Yeah, so yeah. you have got to take that time you know that hour whether it be you know bi-weekly or monthly for you to look at your finance and be realistic like i said pull the credit report list that shit out because you would to be surprised how many of us have just like little goofy things on our credit yeah. report that you probably forgot about it it's probably a hundred dollar doctor bill a fifty dollar cell phone bill and you just you just paid a hundred
0: dollars at dinner last night and that's one thing you could have paid right there
2: Right. So that's what I mean. And what they say is, and I'm sure a lot of us have heard like the snowball method where you would list out everything that you owe on your credit report and start with the smallest ones first, regardless of the interest and all of that stuff. Um, regardless of all of that, you start with the smallest one and pay that off because then we're building our credit and we're building up that momentum. Because, like you said, it's also like you said, it's a mindset thing, it's a mental thing. So so I got to get myself excited, right? So if I could pay something off to get myself hyped, like, okay, I paid that $50 shit off my credit card. Now I'm hyped, right? <laughs> so it also somewhat is, like I said, it's a you versus you and it's a, you're playing some games with yourself as well. So we can start with that $50 credit thing. Okay, now I'm gonna have to work on that $500 credit thing. And then as you pay those things off though, because I had that $500 last month to pay that off, now I'm gonna take that $500, put it towards the next one and add a little bit to it to begin to pay the next highest thing off right except for like I said so when they are saying debt free we don't expect you to let's say pay your home off because only thing with the home and rushing to pay the home off i think you're always going to have a rent or a mortgage and like i said that is still one of the things that we could use on taxes because you can write off your mortgage interest um and your real estate tax so that's why i'm really not like okay to be considered debt free i don't think you have to pay the house off but we want to get everything else paid off
1: right right what i love <laughs> i listened to your story about your house your first home that you purchased for you and Sid the Kid.
2: Yes, Sid the Kid. Yes, my baby. Y'all know I always well, and I think and why I talk to y'all so much about Sid the Kid, which she hates it because sometimes Aww, when we're out and about, then they see that. her, then they'll see her and be like, oh my gosh, you're Sid the Kid. And she be hating that. She'd be like, Mom, I'm not comfortable like, That's with
0: her.
2: <laughs> But my point was when you purchased the house,
1: she said you put, I believe like 5,000 down and then later yes. you earned For- about $60,000. You took that instead of going out buying bags or a bigger house, you actually bought you another home. Yes. It- that became uh, kind of like a sub rental property. And then you bought another rep- rental property. So let's talk. Oh, about- you was listed. She
2: was yes. taking notes. You did yes. real good. Yes, we're all about <laughs> She knows my whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes, she I know love Yeah, yeah love- she knows my business. <laughs> what
1: i love because a lot of people especially right now on instagram we want to look rich but it's all about really that financial freedom that stability and i think as black women it's important for us to say no you have an option to go out and buy a five thousand dollar chanel bag if you want to do it do it but this is really how you want to leave legacy and seed money and money you really have that financial freedom so I love your transparency with that
2: right and and I think so because and I think that that and I think that we need to see more of that or I you know I'm and I'm excited to see that a lot more people on social media are really gravitating people gravitating towards people that are real and like I said and with the wealth building and some people I like you said, I'm not knocking people who are into the bags the cars the clothes that's just never been me because once I had I think once you figure out your why like my why was always um because it said the kid I needed to get her to college right and being a single mother so like even now she'll say well mom you need to look I'm gonna take your card and I'm going to buy that bag because everybody's known forever like one day I'm gonna have that Louis Vuitton Alma bag right that's the bag that I've wanted for like the past five ten years and of course I could probably go get the damn bag right like I could go get the bag if I wanted it and she's (laughs) like I'm going to get you that bag and I'm like no because then other opportunities came along. So I could have taken that. But then, like I said, if you've been following, then just in September, I bought my first commercial property in my company name by myself. No investors, no partners, no husband, no dude, no drug dealers, no none of that. All my own, right? Um, However, like I said, but could I have taken that money and that credit and went in, you know, like I said, it got the Range Rover because everybody also knows that my dream car is the Range Rover. And yes, I could probably go get a Range Rover right now. However, I love my good corporate job that gives me a car. So I have no car notes Mm -hmm. Um, because and then that gives me opportunities like I always want to have. And this is why I stress everybody having some of the money in the bank so that when an opportunity comes, you are ready. You know so if we've taken so much of that extra and spent it on fun stuff then when the opportunity comes then you gotta hustle even harder to build up to get ready to get the opportunity that's right absolutely. whereas if we were saving then when the opportunity comes you're already ready
1: that's right that's right. right
2: so stay ready so we don't have to get ready <laughs>
1: that's right so
2: yes so I think that that is so I think that that is the biggest thing so like I said I'll never knock anyone who is into the clothes the shoes the bags the cars that just was not my thing my thing was always that I wanted to make sure that my daughter went to college that I could have good opportunities for her and that like I said when opportunities became available I needed to be able to do that because now I'm thinking long term so like the building that I just purchased would be a building so that of course I can have my tax office in the building and now I'll be able to have a team of tax repairs but i'll also now have um like an event space where i can rent it out and be like you said and what were we just talking about that make money while we sleep money right that so is. i yes could i have went and got the bag could i have went and got the range rover yes and one day i'm gonna get it one day i'm gonna get that stuff but right <laughs> now we're still taking advantage of all the opportunities that are coming
1: well you have the bag already so, <laughs> <laughs> so laura it is yes most tax time. And before tax time is Christmas time, so we know black people, we go out, we max out our credit cards, we do not have a budget for Christmas. And one of your interviews, you said you do fifty dollars a week, I believe it's fifty dollars yes. a week or a month, uh, for for a Christmas budget. What is your advice mm-hmm. to some of our listeners right now, as we, you know, we're going into Christmas season, and this is like one of the highest. Debt time that people actually get in debt. Yeah. And not to mention
0: COVID. So yeah. A lot of people are already, you know, maybe not be working. They're probably already behind on bills, but their kids may be young and they still want their kids to feel like things are as normal as the years prior.
2: Right. Um, I think the biggest thing, and and I had just mentioned this on an interview that I did last week. I think this year in the middle of COVID and it being the holiday season, I hope that we all have the conversation with our family and friends, um, mainly about the reason for the season and giving each other some grace during the season. Like y'all, I'm just thankful that I survived 2020, right? I could give a fuck less about what is under the tree, a gift on a tree. And now yes, this Christmas is for the baby so yes when you have younger children you know we can go to Target or you could go to the dollar store and get them some stuff wrap it up and give them some stuff under the trees or there are all types of organizations Um, of course I never say be ashamed to ask Um, or certainly if we know somebody that like certainly needs Christmas gifts like I also have my confessions of a boss lady group like last year we donated gifts to a bunch of children the year before my salon we did like awesome Christmas for like 40 children like $500 gifts like so I mean if you if any of your listeners really really need Christmas gifts please somebody inbox me or so, if anybody's on Instagram inbox me because we certainly don't want our babies to not have gifts we know that this season is exciting for them though all of us ever, as adults are like with Sid the kid who is 20 some years old she knows girl I am in the middle of a whole damn renovating a building and decorating a building and you think I I am about to go in debt or put something on my credit card for one day to show y'all that I love y'all. When I, like, I show you all fucking year long that I love (laughs) y'all. I'm not about to put anything on my credit card so but yes yeah, so that's what I do and I've been encouraging my followers you know since the summertime that we had a plan that you should be putting aside and I think mine now is up to $1,200 I did $50 every paycheck since the beginning of the year now it's maybe like $1,300 and everyone in my family knows once that $1,300 is gone the whole family is short which but like I said my parents they're not into gifts they we are more so and that's what I've been preaching about this holiday season. I think this holiday season needs to be more about doing some fun activities, which we can't be together. So doing fun activities on Zoom, like maybe y'all could have a craft night. You can have, you know, a Zoom dinner. I think
0: that's so no true to what you're saying because I think a lot of people go through this enormous I mean I've done it before. You go through this enormous amount of stress trying to give the perfect gifts and and do all of this stuff and then you know, you're in debt. Yeah, I know for right, me, right. I, you got Christmas, and you got your birthday, then you got Valentine's Day. Then you, I mean, it's just so much. And then by March, you're just like, what the hell?
2: Like no, I- by March, then you're broken in debt, and none of those people are going to help you get out of debt. Your right. credit is jacked up because we don't know what, new, what next year is going to bring. So certainly for, for this season, get, so hopefully people give you grace, which means you need to give other people grace during this season. Like this year was a tough year like just mentally I think we are fucked up like we've been stuck in the house for months um so I think that or make gifts for people you know if you have small children take the time and craft gifts for friends and family like it should certainly not and I'm thinking that $1,200 that I don't save for Christmas gifts I'm trying to say that I'm not even trying to spend all that <laughs> I don't even want like, right. to I don't think anybody will get this Right, like I'm trying to say that, it, you know, might, something else might come up, but I certainly, so looking as we, if you have not, you know, saved for this holiday season, please don't stress yourself out. Do what you can do. Be honest with people. And I think that's also the biggest thing about money, um, and I preach about that all the time, that most of the time, you know, we're always trying to look a certain way or be a certain way to impress people that in real life, just like I told you that statistic that, what do we say, only eight five percent of the people are really making a hundred thousand dollars or more which means we are all trying to impress people who they're broke themselves so we're all busy (laughs) spending money we don't have to impress people who they don't have it either so then everybody's just broke so i think the biggest thing with the money is make it a you versus you and don't worry about those other people. Their household is probably fucked up. So worry about getting your household straight. (laughs) Get your money straight. Get it so we don't want to be like Shakira where I'm driving to do an interview and I'm worried about paying a damn credit card bill. Let me tell you that I'm not, I cannot. I got too much going on in the day to be worrying about what has to pay. I'm going to think about my bills once a month for one to two hours once a month. And that's it. The money is transferred and I know all the bills Gonna be paid on time. That Shakira, you stressing yourself out. That's way bad. <laughs> no, I really <laughs> did. get you on like, schedule. I was
0: like, it's the third. I saw it in my car. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the third. I was like, I need to pay that bill on the second. I'm like, I'm gonna pay late. You know what? Unnecessary and I, stress. Unnecessary <laughs> stress, and it's so. Right. True. But thankfully, one of those things I was on my vision board this year was getting my credit right, and right know, get everything handled. And I, happy to say, I'm going into 2021 with better head on my shoulders. And I got all that stuff, you know. Right. But it's just those simple steps that you have to take getting, you know, your credit score in front of you, paying the bill, don't running away from stuff, get on that money mindset, invest. So, speaking of invest, I want to go back to that. What are some ways that people can invest their money? I know we talked uh, about. You talked about stocks a little bit and about real estate. Can you dive into that a little bit more?
2: Well, I always think you'll always see like the people, um, just like we talked about the highest income earners, their money is always going to be in investing and in real estate. Real estate right now is really, really good. Um, If you already own a home, I certainly recommend you looking into refinancing because the rates are like crazy. I just refinanced a guy. I think I'm now like 2.6, seven uh-huh. something interest rates are crazy um if you do have something to sell right if you have something to sell like a friend of mine was just selling her home a month ago when she put her house on the market within a day she had like eight offers so if you have something to sell right now is a great time if you were looking to sell now if you are looking to purchase it's a little, you know, right now it's a seller's market. So if you're looking to purchase, you're going to have to bid a little higher. So as far as real estate investing, I don't know if this is the particular market to get into unless you're looking to get into. Now, I personally um, have not done wholesaling where they wholesale and they flip it and fix it up within the month because I know you just have to have a really good team of people. So I never want to speak on anything that I haven't done personally or don't know about. Um, But I do know a lot of people who have made great money in that so and even if you have to um even if you have to start out small like i recommend i had um This year, one of my tax clients was struggling because she recently went through a divorce, but she kept this large single family home just for her. And I kept telling her, rent out your goddamn basement. So she called me one day, so excited because she found a friend who rented out her basement who's starting out, all of her bills are the same, but she started renting out the basement. Her friend was gonna pay her $600 to live in the basement. And like I told her, so that's extra money you never had. So then we took that $600 a month so she could put towards paying off Per bills right so sometimes it's as easy as starting you know with paying, you know with renting out a basement um, or renting out a room if you're comfortable you know if you're comfortable right. with that or maybe you have a friend going through a situation you know so renting out a room for 700 or a basement for 700 like that's just extra money because you was already paying the bills already um so rental is is always good um and then like i said with the investing like we had just talked about if you have a 401k you have to get into your 401k because they're going to match that um other investing you could do i know like i follow on instagram the wall street trapper who tells you about um investing and where to start so i um so i started with because he talked a lot about the stock um and it's like lvnm i think it's the stock name like you talked about, you know, look at all the things that you purchase on a regular basis that you're buying, and then become the owner of it. So like that one particular stock, if y'all and I have a post on my page about it, like the one that owns Louis Vuitton, they own Hennessy, Moet, they own like Fendi, like all these high end luxury brands. And I was like, well, let me buy that so that every time all these fancy people are buying all that expensive ass shit, now I own it and yeah. I can make money on it. So I started a little TD. Ameritrade account that's right on the app on my phone.
1: Mm-hmm. LVMH.
0: LVMH. Yeah. Yes. LVM yeah. So that's LVM stock. LVM Martin. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. If you look up, and then of course I drink um, Coca Cola. I le- <laughs> I just drink one a day, so of course I had to buy oh, some Coca Cola stock, right? Smoothies. So your smoothie day, You still do your
1: smoothies? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, But now I've been running late to work every day, so I haven't been on my smoothie kick um, okay. this past week. But I'm gonna get back on. See, look, but that, but that's why I post about the smoothies, because then as soon as I fall off, somebody on my oh, story. My Will say you missed it yes and, and they'll get me back on track with my sleep. so but next week we'll get back on track with that so like if it's stockbroken you can do that um like through td ameritrade um and i do have mine um i also have a jp morgan price waterhouse account where i have a financial advisor that invested though those accounts um i was fortunate to get in you know, with someone else in that particular account that got me in with my guy. Because I ask him all the time, like, so can my followers come? And he's like, well, you know, we don't start our accounts unless you have like 250 or 500 to invest. So thankfully, my friend of a friend got me in with the guy because I was like, okay, me and my friends, we ain't got that kind of money to invest with you. But But start with a TD Ameritrade account. Yeah, or Stash.
1: Stash account is great. You can start as as Stash five dollars a week and you know like you said lauren on, on some of the same things that you're paying for like you know your fenty if you're out drinking you know you can and do Cash now
0: too you yeah. can you they have bitcoin and um different stocks on there as well on straight on the cash shop app, app so
2: there's so and i haven't stuff. done bitcoin i don't know if anybody's
0: I, I gotta do more research on that before i even yeah i haven't do that. done that But there's so many ways to, you know, to invest. And I love the idea of like, if you have a big house and you know, um, you have a basement or a room where you feel comfortable, there's always somebody that
1: needs a place. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And so that's a great way to get caught up on your bills and to save more money.
1: Well, yes. Well, we let you go. We know it's tax time and that is your specialty. Yes. Um, 2020 taxes. Any advice to give to people? I know a lot of people were opting out of not paying that tax. I don't know if Trump, I'm not sure. I don't know the verbiage where. The deferred
2: payroll. Yes.
1: And then when they go to their tax person, they're going to be pissed off because they're not getting those big checks like they did. Any advice yes. have for people? So, yes. So
2: you already know if you follow me and y'all follow my page. And so maybe this is due to Shakira. But yes. So my <laughs> biggest thing with, with my favorite tax clients that I love my tax clients dearly, but. You have to pay the people. You have to fucking pay taxes, right? That's the biggest thing. Because I hate to be the message or the deliverer of bad news every year When we've gone over what you should be doing. Then it comes time to file your taxes and you bring me a W-2 where you done made $80,000 and you done had $80 withheld. Now i know I know i'm oh. now I know I'm cute and I know I'm good, and you may think I look like a magician, but i'm not I am a tax preparer, I am not a magician, and like I have to remind people, I'm not going to jail for anything I'm not going
0: exactly.
2: So you have to, and I have the link in my bio, or you could go to the IRS.gov website and check your withholdings. Like, they ask you a few questions, you plug in your paycheck information, and it'll tell you exactly how to adjust your withholding. That's the biggest thing. Like, taxes, and taxes also was not meant for you to get a large refund, right? Because we don't want them using our money during the year. It's meant for you to kind of break even, unless you have, um, you know, children, so you're getting an earned income credit and earn income credit is when you're making like fifteen twenty thousand dollars a year right. you're getting like three thousand dollars a child so you know, So that's a little different. But a lot of us, especially in the Washington DC area, we work for the government. So a lot of my clients are making 80, 90, and they do, you know, make $100,000. But the biggest thing is you have to withhold taxes, right? You have to withhold taxes. And then the other biggest thing that gets clients in trouble is if you are an entrepreneur, their biggest thing is, oh, well, I take it on Cash App or I take cash or I only made $1,000. The IRS doesn't care. As soon as you make that $1 outside Your W 2 you have to pay taxes on that money, you have to claim the money, but then on the other hand, we also can write off any business expenses or anything that's tied to it. So, I also um, the link in my bio or my Instagram page is to an app that helps you track the income and expenses and your mileage. So, then a lot of times you may be making you know so much money, but then we can write it all the way down so you are paying a reasonable income tax, like your lowest. Income tax bracket is 10%. If you're self-employed, then you have to pay that extra 15.3% self-employment tax. So if you are self-employed, entrepreneur, you just automatically need to be setting aside 25% of your profits, right? Because that's that's the taxes you're gonna owe. Um, so hopefully that helps, you know, kind of give them an idea of what they'll owe. Yes. Well
1: that's that's awesome. And, and another thing and just a to- you know, as we just exit uh, about to end the conversation, if you're an entrepreneur to have your business credentials together, have a business account and not commingling those funds, like no matter what, no, how, no matter how big or small your business is, take it serious, have a business account and only use what you, um, allocate for your business. You know,
2: exactly. You know, Perfect.
1: Small. You may be small now, but you'll look up in a year or two, and your business is huge. And then the IRS is knocking on your door and they're looking at you, Laura, like, hey, I need your help. You're like, no. <laughs> yes.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get your yeah.
1: affairs in order and no commingling of funds. And yeah, no uh-huh.
2: commingling of the money. Um, we have to, and I just posted, I think two days ago about what you need to get the business bank account. So that's on my page. Like I said, I tried to post a couple times a day, um, and always trying to post okay some stuff is funny because some stuff is just too funny for me not to repost it Um, but like I said a lot of the information I'm posting is business to help your business or to help with taxes or finances in general because we want to have the right foundation so that as we're growing and we're making more we've already set a healthy good foundation absolutely
0: and where can everybody find you
2: Um, the best place to find me these days is on Instagram at I'm just, I am Laura, L A U R A, last name Fus, Foos, F O O S. So, at I'm Laura Foos. And are you Perfect. still doing your Facebook group? Yes, um, on on Facebook, it's my name, and then if you are a woman in business, our women's business group is Confessions of a Boss Lady, so hopefully we, when we get back outside, we'll be able to get back to our brunches, and yes, and then make sure you're following me, because we'll then launch um, the five-part masterclass at the beginning of the year, just so also, like you said, so you can have some accountability, and accountability partner, um, and you know, we'll do some weekly live sessions every week as we go through that program. So yes, look forward to staying in touch with y'all. Yes. Yes. Likewise, Laura, we thank you so much. You brought a welcome good, but thank y'all for having me. Yes. And we hope to hear
1: from you again soon and all of our listeners, please go visit Laura and do not like she is busy but she has this network. So join her Instagram and get all these this free information that she has to give. We appreciate you. Good.
2: Okay. Well thank you ladies. It was good seeing y'all thank you for having me.